Welcome to week nine, episode nine of Trucking Life of a Trucker. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Mark. Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel like I'm just totally ripping you off. But I'm not ripping you off, dude. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Well, we'll see how this first part of the segment goes because this is kind of interesting. It's actually May 15th. We are halfway through the month of May. And 14. So we pretty much got to kind of go back to the 13th, don't we? Because I'm like three days behind. I actually just now finished the last segment for the previous episode you probably heard last week. Oh, man. Mm. So first of all, you probably want to hear the excuse why I'm recording this now. And there's a problem with this because now I don't know if all the information's, I don't know if it's all going to be fresh in my head. I don't know if I'm going to be confused. Ah. All confused. <laughs> but I might I might have something to make up for it later on in this episode. It's been something I've been thinking about. And it's a segment that I want to, not really a segment, more like, what do you call it? An interview? Yeah, an interview. You know, what the heck is that? Oh, gross. I might just clean up the truck. Urgh. Ah. Well, I kind of got the schedule I like. Probably the best schedule I like. But however, I notice I'm a little bit more tired at the end of the day. I started on Monday morning at what's about 1 a.m. 1 a.m. in the morning. Got out of Fort Wayne and headed on down to... Where was I headed now? See, see this is why you got to do this stuff when it's fresh in your head. I've got to go look at it because I don't remember what I what load I was doing back then. Go back through my trusty little notebook here. Little Blue's Clues notebook. And I was Kentucky, so I was coming back from Kentucky. Did I seriously not write it down? Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I didn't. Basically, I have a bunch of numbers here. I'm trying to remember where I was going. Did I just relay it? No, I took it to it was some little place north. It was it was near the border of Illinois, north of north of Chicago. There, that'll work, right? <laughs> uh, the trip there, it rained the whole pretty much trip. Oh, wife, come on. Okay, hold on, I gotta go see what the wife wants. Ooh, and that was some interesting news. I'm gonna have to reply to that later. I think I'm gonna reply to that one. Uh, from the last episode, as you know, we've got to get the fuck out of Fort Wayne. Uh, uh, we, we've done what we need to do here. Basically, that message. Maybe I'll get into that later on here in a bit. <clears throat> Let me write that down so I remember to talk about that. That'll be some good filler, huh? You know, what, what drama? Anthony drama, huh? Anthony move drama. <laughs> I like it. But I'm actually uh, excited. If you can tell, I'm a little more spunkier than normal. So anyways, I dumped my load off there in Illinois, and I got my next load. I went down to the terminal, I believe. See, this is why I didn't write that down for that day. I don't know why I didn't. Oh, no, no. I went down into Chicago. Good old Chicago. Not into the main city, but it was kind of like southern Chicago. So it wasn't too bad, but yet it was tight. There were some tight turns in there, and... 
I had to watch out for some low clearance bridges because I did miss my turn that I was originally supposed to turn on according to the, the truck GPS. However, I missed that turn and then I had to finagle my way back and uh, yeah, it was not fun. Definitely read those uh, signs, especially when this one said 12.5. I'm like, mm, this ain't going to work. I've got to find another path. I did find another path. However, the roads are really, 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 really tight. But I got there. It only had to go around, I guess, in, I don't know how big you consider Chicago City Block, but it was about a Chicago City Block size. Yeah. Not as big as some things in my pants, but no. I'm not going there. Why did I just go there? Okay. So I picked up my load, and I picked that one up at about 11.30 in the afternoon. Lately, this is how my week's been going. I have been running the load, um, getting it unloaded, and getting a new load, and then maybe getting an hour or so down the road and then having to stop for the night. And I've been ending it usually around either you know, noon or 1 p.m., and it's been so nice. Because after, even like I would go after, like after I picked up this load in Chicago, this was going to Ottawa, you guys quit honking at each other out there, Ottawa, Iowa. A nice, good, long, long load. And uh, it was so cool to go into this Road Ranger and basically get to pick where I wanted to park. I didn't have to take what was available. I got to choose the spot that I wanted. Yeah, dude, you're going to have to back up. This is a cluster F here at this truck stop. Even though I did get to this one early, but this is the one in New Haven, Fort Wayne. Oh, my God. Because Fort Wayne only has two truck stops, they're madhouses. Even getting here, at, I got here at about 1, 1.30, and it's just totally insanity. Insanity. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Oh, just had to go back and re-listen to that. I forgot to put my phone on airplane mode and it made the audio all funky on that, but what can you do? This is a one-shot pony. One, one-shot pony. Deal to go. Anyways, I was going about, about how it's neat nice to be able to pick a parking spot versus hunt for one. Or take whatever is available. This is the way... I like it. So far, if I can keep it on this type of a schedule, I'll be very, very happy. And that's just perfect, perfect. And that was my uh, update for... What day was that? Um, May 13th, 2019. And the next part, we're going to talk about... May 14th. Okay, welcome to the update for May 14th, 2019. This time, I put the phone in airplane mode, so text messages from anybody, don't interrupt me. You know, detour my, my train of thought, if I actually have a train of thought. Well, I like to think I do. So, I woke up from my Road Ranger. I took my load the rest of the way, which was about... Almost 400 miles to that uh, Ottawa. Easy, quick unloading. I swear, I have never been 
unloaded that fast ever. They were done like in 10 minutes. Yeah, and I asked the guy, man, that's the quickest I've ever been unloaded. What did you do? They go, oh, I just took it and tossed it all on the dock. Oh, okay. Well, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Means I can get on to my next load. So nice, smooth drive, you know, because at night is the best time to drive. Nobody on the road. I mean, I did have to dodge some deer here and there. Dodge some here and there. I almost nailed me a raccoon. I was so disappointed he did not commit to finish crossing the road because you know how I feel about them raccoons, especially from all the camping trips and everything they've done to me. Those raccoons don't make for a happy me at all. But on this trip, I finally downloaded Stacy Play's uh, audiobooks. Uh, what's it called? Wild Rescuers, Guardians of the Taiga, and her second book... Um, just gotta think, 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 think. Uh, Escape to the Mesa. Awesome, awesome audiobooks. As, as I mentioned before, I'm a fan of Stacy Plays on YouTube. Um, she's kind of cute, and she has a nice voice. I just like listening to her. I'm not gonna get... <laughs> this is getting weird now. <laughs> over, over some girl on uh, YouTube. I'm married, I'm married, I'm married, you know. What would, uh, what would, um... Stacy want with me, huh? No. She lives in the Mesa, though. She has a nice place in Utah. And she's famous. Okay, I'll stop there. Okay, that's my fanboy coming out of me. Anyways, really good listen. If you ever get the chance to listen to Guardians of the Taiga and Escape to the Mesa, uh, main book title, Wild Rescues for the both of them, by Stacy Plays. Awesome, awesome little stories. It's about a girl who her, I guess if I say too much, we'll just say she's raised by wolves. I don't want to spoil what, what she actually is and where she came from, but because that's part of the, the whole story. She was raised by wolves with special powers. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. And it's, it's, it's fun to listen to, really fun to listen to. It just brings out one of those kind of stories that brings out the kid in you. Ah, oh, and that reminds me too, I forgot to mention in my previous episode, we saw Detective Pikachu this weekend, or last weekend. <sighs> yeah, that's all I'm going to say. It was alright, it was alright. It's basically, you know, American version of a Pokemon movie. They did alright, but eh, meh. We'll see how I feel about Aladdin and Lion King once they come out. Yeah, but I wasn't too impressed. Since we're sitting here talking about audiobooks and movies, uh, wait for Netflix on Detective Pikachu. Wait for Netflix on that one. Save your money because I spent about $35 by the time it's all over. You know, you pay for the movie ticks and you get some popcorn. And then I also, oh yeah, and I bought a drink, an alcoholic mixed drink there. $16 for a drink at the bar in the movie theater. Hell no, never again, never again. I'm sneaking my booze in in a flask. Huh. All right, well, back back to my, my load set. After I got done there in Otumawa, is that, that might be how you say it, I went over to Clinton, Iowa. So I went 182 miles empty to get to this load to be loaded. 
<sighs> yeah. Well, it's miles. What can I say? I'll take the miles. However, I got out of there and made it to... Well, I got to start writing these down. Made it to... Uh, somewhere just a little bit about 30 miles past I-39 on I-80. I know that much. Uh, to a... It was a TA. Um, yeah, we stayed at a TA last last night. And as again, got the, the TA. Got to pick out my slot. I literally got to look at it and say, Ah, oh, yeah, I'm taking that one. And then I'm going to take that. Oh, I know. I, you know what? I want this one because it's an easy out in the morning. That's how you can do it. I went to the restaurant. It wasn't bad. I was debating on the restaurant built into the TA or go to the IHOPs across the street. I decided to go for there because I didn't get any steak this weekend, last past weekend, so I figured I'd get me a ribeye steak. And it was good. Gotta have some steak at least once in my diet. Once a week, I gotta have some steak. It's, it's not only as a requirement, it is a goal. A goal? Yeah, it's a goal, man. Well, good. This is probably one of the better diners that I've been to. Most of them have been pretty much shit up until, you know, this one kind of redeemed, you know, truck stop diners. So it was definitely a good meal. And as again, the last, those couple of nights, first night I was just so dead tired. I literally, because of my home time, going to see the movie and us talking about the plan of moving. I just, just got all you know got done with the day and i'm like i'm sleeping i need to catch up with sleep because i only got like five hours of sleep the night before i had to leave because i came to the truck about i think it was about six or seven ish and then i slept until about one and fought with the alarm clock to get out of here so basically monday night monday evening i guess you'd say night i just got as much sleep as got nine and a half hours of sleep and yeah caught up on my beauty sleep this night I wasn't too bad, so I spent about two hours up. However, I spent most of my time in the restaurant by the time I got back to the truck. Got everything ready and paperwork done for the day. And dealing with another call to the wife about the moving. She originally, we called, she called a couple of places. One in Portage, which is the one where we wanted to be. And then another one in Michigan City. Only problem is the one in Michigan City would have been a 30-mile commute versus 16. However, we never got a call back from the one in Portage, so we just said, screw it. Let's just go ahead and go for the Michigan City one. She's like, oh, well, it's about $750 a month. I'm like, ooh, that's steep from $350 of what we're paying now. You know, we're paying $350 for our V slot here in Fort Wayne. Well, like, we need to get out of, we need to get out of Fort Wayne because her parents or my in-laws are starting to get really really weird on us and it's all because originally that's how we ended up here in Fort Wayne I was supposed to take over their family business however I got word that the family biz the business was not doing well it was extremely in debt and basically I'm gonna end up getting signed over a bunch of debt and they don't know when their contract or next set of money is going to come in. That leads into what I got today for news. And I just decided, well, 
I don't think this is going to work out. And that's when I decided to go get into learning the, getting the CDL and doing truck driving, which has been a dream of mine forever. So it's like, finally at, at this age, I finally decided to follow my dream of what I really wanted to do. And even to this day, I don't fight myself to go to work like I used to. Whenever oh, all my past years of work, I hated to get up knowing what I was going to do at my job, knowing what my day was going to be like. I hated it, but I just put up with it because it was money to pay the bills. That's the only reason why I was working there. And now I actually am excited for the day. Like what? What? What kind of adventures are we gonna have today? How's today gonna go? I mean, there's things that are stressful. Don't get me wrong. There's still things about this job that are stressful. Things might go wrong. Things might not go exactly to plan. However, it's all part of the journey and the adventure. It's not doing. It's kind of doing the same thing every day, but it's not like doing the same thing every day. When you're at a a brick and mortar type of job where your duties and tasks are exactly the same day in day out pretty much the same time of the day you deal with the same people every day at least with this there's some repetitiveness of, of, of things that happen in the job like certain customers uh, dealing with your fleet managers people that you deal with but for the most part it's pretty much different every day even the highways you drive might be the same, but they might be different traffic scenarios. It might be a different time of the day. So the experience is completely different from the last time you've done it. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? I don't know. I'm trying to make sense of it myself. I hope that makes sense. So that's how I feel about that. And for the update on the 15th, I'll go into a little bit more detail about the moving drama. And about how... My wife, on the 14th, decided to make the reservation for this campground, but it had a catch. They could only let us stay until the 27th of June. And they didn't know if they were going to have any more availability unless somebody gave up a, a site to continue on into the summer, which wouldn't have helped us. Not only was it more expensive, but we don't want to be in a situation stuck or end up having to come back here to far away into this particular RV spot because we're at the point where, like I said, she's 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 put in her two weeks notice. She's she's done. Because she, she's not happy. You know, let her end it with the job and we'll figure something else out. She could do uh, work camping or in Portage there. There's a Denny's nearby. If she wants to do that, try that restaurant. Give something different. Or just like take the next month or so and just take a break from working. And just you know, let herself kind of relax and just be at ease for a little bit. Okay, well that was pretty much the day of that day of the 14th. Because that one, yeah, after I did the truck, I was like 350 miles of drive the next morning. A long run. Okay, so we will catch you in the update for the 15th. Boy, what a beautiful day today is. Today is May 15th. Actual day recording this for a time. I caught up a little bit there. 2019. 
they always say, and I know this from doing vlogs and other type of form of online entertainment, you've got to stay on it. Because if you do, you can start to slip and then say, I almost didn't want to do it today because it's like, oh man, I'm so far behind and now i got to play catch up. <laughs> no matter how tired I am, just do it. It only takes 10 minutes to sit here and do a little update. Sometimes I go on for 20 minutes in a segment, but you know, just do it. Then you won't be behind. Don't try to catch up for five days, I think it was. Yeah, five days. And could have said more on the whole time. You know, I got my reviews of a movie in the previous segment instead of where it should have been last week. Because <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, that thought. That thought. Because I, di- I didn't even take notes very good this this week so far. I've been bad. Wow, it's 75 degrees out here in New Haven, Indiana. Yeah, I'm in my home area again. As again, staying the night in the truck. The wife's at work. Because she is excited about some news she gave me just as I was getting the load I'm on now. Woke up from the TA this morning. I had a, you know, left there about we're almost right a little bit after midnight. I got out of there at midnight. I've been like, loving it, loving it, loving it. Getting out of there. Drove all the way here and took my 30 here in New Haven, here in Fort Wayne. Kind of funny. So I go to the bathroom, get some breakfast, eat, all that good stuff. Beautiful drive, very low traffic. It's the only problem with uh, these late night ones. They're really kind of a repetitive kind of scenario unless something exciting happens <laughs> but in this world you don't want you don't want too much excitement as they say right all right about that yeah and i was headed to caledonia ohio now what was funny about this particular load they were going to route me all the way on uh, 90/80 all the way to almost toledo and then go south on 75 then jump over to 30 to us 23 and i'm just like i'm just gonna go from when i got to the gary part of it i'm just like i'm just gonna take us 30 because us 30 almost took me straight to the customer also had to go while i was down a little bit down 23 so i made that executive decision you know save an extra almost an hour off the trip doing that because us 30 in the Ohio part, it's almost like driving interstate. There's some cross traffic, but no lights for most of it until you get to the end of Ohio. In the Indiana part, there is some towns that do have some lights. However, at night, you just blow right through them. Because especially most of them are censored. You just go right right on through them. You might have to change the speed limit, but there's just very little traffic. So the towns, you go through it like they're nothing. They don't waste any time. Very, very easy easy driving it's probably the best time to do us 30 because i can do that believe it or not from gary to here i can do that in three hours at night three hours there's not three hours and 30 minutes because i'm not because it seems like every time i'm during the day i'm stopping at the lights the traffic in the towns are slowing down this is like yeah it's just not fun man it's not fun not fun at all And that was about 350 miles I did this morning. Got to my customer. Now this one, I didn't have a load right away. I got the load while I was doing the checkout process of the customer. 
as again this was a pretty pretty decent good size you know quick uh customer unload basically the whole time i was there at the customer was one hour from the time i was checking in to backing in to getting loaded to pulling out closing the doors even sweeping the trailer and getting taking my information down for my next load and this next load was actually in the same town so i didn't have to go very far which was nice didn't have to run hundreds of miles empty i just was able to get over there to the next load and it was a simple drop and hook so in and out of there in about 20 minutes i love it and then i i noticed the routing was going to take me up to all the way up near uh, toledo again on the east side of toledo for a fuel stop now i'm looking at my fuel i'm like oh i can make it to gary i'll go to gary and do my fuel stop so i told my fleet manager hey i'm gonna take a us 30 on over to gary and then do the fuel stop there because there's just no need to go 50 miles basically going the opposite direction of the direction this load needs to go for a fuel stop just I don't know how that works. I guess it is really computer generated because if a person was sitting there thinking that and planning that out, that you wouldn't just do that. You'd stick to US 30 and maybe if you had a fuel stop like right here where I'm at now at New Haven, do it that here at this pilot for that 50 gallons. Uh, whatever. However, I kind of noticed when I was doing the pre-trip and for this load, I'm like, how am I going to get this there at the end of my day tomorrow? Because they set the appointment time for about as, as as much as you can stretch it, even though taking this little shortcut out of the, out of the loop, going a different route on US-30, I'm still getting there tomorrow, and it's supposed to be there at about noon, 12.15 is what the appointment was at. If nothing went wrong, um, Chicago traffic, but you gotta go through the Chicago traffic because the GPS is saying I can get there in 10 hours and 30 minutes. Add your 30 minute break, there you go, boom. It's 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 not realistically gonna happen because at this customer they don't allow overnight sleeping, sleeping, <laughs> overnight parking. So I wouldn't be able to go to the customer, get unloaded, sleep, and then take off in the morning. So I called my fleet manager, explained to her, well that was what the call was. It interrupted me last week's episode i said oh my fleet manager is calling and i explained it to her she said yeah she sees it too so we're looking to maybe relaying this off in deforest wisconsin at the drop yard there which is probably what's going to happen because tomorrow by the time i get out of here there's 15 minutes there three hours to gary once i get to gary i get the fuel stop get the truck filled up you know what i mean probably maybe i don't think i'll be due for a 30 30 minute but you know safety check we're just gonna say that's gonna take 30 minutes of my time so oh my goodness so we're getting up to we'll just say four hours up to that point by the time i'm actually out of gary and moving up the highway she told me to give her a call by the time i hit the state line and see where i'm sitting so that's probably where i'm going to take my 30 minute take my 30 minute and update her and see if i'm going the rest of the way or going to deforest because this this is a nice this is a nice one too it's just too bad i couldn't finish it because this one is probably one of the longest loads i've had 751 miles i mean this week has been already just from the start of it 
how did I start this one? Oh yeah, because that Kentucky load would technically be the start of it. And that was 600 miles, then 400. So there's a thousand right there. And my last load was 700. It'll be over 2,000. It's only Wednesday. I'm trying to get a good week in here. Last week I didn't get much. Very smaller paycheck. I like it when they're about eight hundred to a thousand dollars a week. That's that's pretty good money. That was basically in one week I'm making what I made in two weeks back in Montana before I came and moved here. Got screwed over by the in-laws by trying to take over their company and they're trying to give me their debt. Then they didn't make it their end of the bargain on paying. They were going to pay me exactly what I was made in Montana and my wife. So we would have the same income, and it didn't turn out that way. They ended up paying me like half half of what I made in Montana, and then my wife didn't work, so it, I was making chump change. And so to stay at the campgrounds and move around with the RV, at that time it was the van. I was camping in the van. I couldn't make enough money to supply my life. I kept putting th- you know, my living expenses on the credit card, and as you can know, probably guess from that, I was going zero. And then I got the word that the company's going to go bankrupt. And they were possibly going to go out of business by the end of the season. And I made the choice to go and get my CDL. And now I hear I'm with rail. And I guess that brings it into, since we're on this, why we're why we got to move. We've been staying here in Fort Wayne after we because I was working for the parents. However, after I started getting the CDL, my wife got went to work. She wasn't working when I was with working for her parents. But she got a job to help bring in income to help pay for the living expenses and the RV and our lot rent and, our, of course, our cell phones and internet bill and all that kind of stuff. She went and food. She went to work while I was studying for the CDL went up to Appleton and then of course while I was training and of course paychecks were kind of in and you know in and out they like made you like wait three weeks between these different phases so there was a period of no income there so her job really really helped get through that period however now we're all caught up on the credit card we're caught up we're we're on the even path now and she's not happy with the job they're treating her like crap over there and I'm not going to let her she wants to change jobs anyways. So I'm thinking in my head, well, if you're going to change jobs, and really now that we're not doing your parents thing anymore, how do you feel like, feel, you know, we get, we live in an RV, let's move. Let's move. She's like, okay, yeah, we're, we're too. Well, let's just start with uh, going back to Portage, which is a, an area we've been to when I was working with her parents. We can move over there, and I'd be really close to the terminal. That way, if I also get stuck in Gary, I can also be closer to home now you probably see where I'm going with this is I'm thinking about it I have to do my research on it but I'm thinking about joining the the local the local fleet for the Gary Chicago terminal area it would be home time every night and weekends however I'm not sure how good the money is going to be on that one I have to do my research first but right now I'm going to stay on the regional fleet that way, I, when, it, when it comes to home time, they just have to route me back to Gary Terminal. I'll just drive my personal vehicle, park it at the terminal, and bring it back. You know, It's only going to be a 16-mile six, drive. 
However, the campground that I called didn't call my wife back until this morning. After she already put a $100 deposit for the one in Michigan City. And in the email it said, oh, this $100 is non-refundable. Oh, great. Oh. So I told my wife to call the one imported, get a little bit more information. When I, when I found out, oh, it's going to be $450. i am thinking, oh, that's only $100 more than what we're paying here in Fort Wayne. I can live with that. As where the Michigan City one is going to be farther away from the terminal, about 30 miles. It's, it's a, long, a longer commute. And is going to be a little over $700 a month. So that's kind of like, hmm. Yeah. I said, go ahead, reserve the one in Portage. For one, it's closer and it's cheaper. Although it might be a little bit more rundown, I told her. It's not going to have the amenities of the resort one that we were originally looking at. But you'll be closer to, you know, getting like a, a job at a Denny's or, you know, gas station or something around that area that she could do for work to keep herself entertained. At least until I make up my mind if I'm going to go local or not. Because still the goal is to save up our money to buy land and live on our own homestead and basically eliminate the rent factor altogether for living in an RV and also being able to have our own land, you know, our own place to go to. And at that point in the future, maybe... I don't, you know, if if this company doesn't do it or go for another company, I could change, you know, over the road jobs. Even maybe I'm, you know, thinking about maybe becoming an owner operator in the future. That way, the wife and I can go on the road together and live in the truck, and then go to our Arizona home in our RV when we want to be away from the truck. Yeah, that's that's the method of the madness, the plan. And there's only one way to get that get to get that mode and get the hell out of here because right now they her parents have officially shut down the business. They're starting to get really, really weird with her because they are her ride to work. And they will sometimes not take her home and just take her over to their place and just, you know, make her do chores around the house and do other things that she doesn't want to do, cook and clean, you know do house chores you know she wants to go home she you know she wants to go back to the trailer and go be on her own watch tv and do what she wants you know her own free time they say oh it's too far away to take you there we don't want to because she gets off at basically 10 30 at night so they got to go pick her up late and they don't they say it's too late to go run driving around in the dark and excuses excuses to not bring her home so she'll get stuck there sometimes for a week at a time till i can get her and that's not cool, man. Not cool. She wants to go home, you know. And she's sick of her parents telling her telling her what to do and how to live her life. And down, you know, downsizing her. Downsizing her. Making her feel bad. And she wants to get out of that. I told her, well, the best thing is, well, at the time, when the idea came out, was quit that job and get a job, you know, that she can walk to and it's closer to, to the camper here. And then I'm thinking, well, why not just get the hell out of here? And I'll be, you know, and I kind of like that's when the, the cards started to come together. Everything kind of came together in my mind. It's like, okay, move closer to Gary. So that way I'm in drivable distance to the terminal, a small commute. And I could possibly, you know, it'd be a lot easier because I've gotten stuck in Gary now twice. And probably be easier for the planners to route me to Gary for my home time, too. 
And if I get stuck for my 10 hour at Gary, guess what? I can come home for that night. Especially sometimes it happens twice a week. So I can be home a couple of nights out of the week and on the weekends. And that, you know, that's be staying at regional. If I don't want to go local. But like I said, I want to do my research on that. Do my research on that first. See how much money it's going to make me. Because like I said, we got to make money. Most of my money that I'm earning now is going to go for it to save to purchase the land. That's that's the goal now. That's that's where we're at in this chapter of the plan, the master plan that we've got. <laughs> uh, she so she did reserve the one in Portage. Had to call and cancel the one in Michigan City. However, they were nice. They said they'll refund us ninety dollars on the hundred. So, bam, nice. And now we don't have to worry about that on the twenty seventh that we might have to move or find another place to go because they didn't have any openings to finish the whole month. At least now the one we're going to. We can get in there and pay month to month and stay there until we're ready to go. And like I said earlier, I could change this in the plan and say, hey, I want to work out of the uh, Georgia Terminal or Appalachian Terminal. And we can move the RV to these locations. Try out different states. You live in an RV, make use of it. You know what I'm saying? Make use of it. That's what we wanted to do. You want to get up and move? You can do it. No lease, you know, to wait for expiring or busting out a lease or dealing with the mortgage and selling the house because you it's let's enjoy it let's enjoy it so that's our plan and on this load that's going to St. Paul I don't know if it's going to St. Paul tomorrow or uh, DeForest Wisconsin right now I'm just sitting here catching up on this and holy cow my poor clock what am I sitting at Oh, I gotta leave in seven hours. Uh, probably a little bit less than that because I want to leave about a little after. I can leave here at one actually. I can leave here at one a.m. in the morning. It'd be midnight on the schedule that I want to be on. Because it doesn't matter what time I really leave on this one, because the load's not gonna make it there. Anyways, so I'm not gonna stress it out, and I'm not gonna push myself or rush myself. I'm just going to let it flow, baby. I'm going to let it flow and see how tomorrow goes. That's how I roll. And then, uh, yeah, my wife putting her in her two weeks today. I'll give you an update tomorrow on how that went. Because then when she's got to dump the news to her parents, be like, you've got to take me home because tomorrow she's got to she's got to get home because so she's going to notify the current place we're staying now that we're leaving So because we, we paid a $350 deposit there. We want that money back. <laughs> and the new place has no deposit, so that'll take off almost pay for all the all the first month's rent so we only pay like what yeah well only a hundred dollars get our 350 back from this place pay an extra hundred dollars that's a that's a cheap june it's a cheap june especially if she's not going to be working or going to take some time to work and we'll figure that out let her figure it out let her take a break let her take a break and then when we're up there, we can go up to Lake Michigan on the weekends or the dunes. But there's, there's stuff to do there. Go up into Michigan, go visit maybe my sister in Chicago, closer to Chicago too. Uh, we're excited about it. We're really stoked. That's why in these last few segments, you've heard me all floored and up, up down the walls and all over the place. And I can't keep track of what I'm saying. I'm talking really fast because I'm just we're excited. Something, something new. And we're ready to get the hell out of here, Fort Wayne. We're ready to get out of here. Just got to wait for, you know, the end of the month because we paid until the end of 
under May, so might as well you know leave that weekend. I just gotta put a plan into in effect with my planners to let them know that starting the weekend of that 31st, that Friday the 31st, route me to Gary for home time because they have to you know, route me there so I can get over here on last time. However, that's gonna go. Whatever it is, the first we're moving. We're out. If I get stuck at Gary, eh, rent a car, get my stuff, get over there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna let the let that be that. While I watch all the craziness here in this New Haven uh, pilot flying J, and it's crazy today. And I got here at one. Yeah, about one ish. And I barely, you know, there was, I mean, there were spots open, but I, lucky I got my one in front of the fuel island. That's an easy escape. But it's full now. It's full now. And it's only 15, it's 26. Actually, it's 1626, isn't it? Yeah, 1626, because we're in a different time zone here. Whew. Yeah, I better uh, get off of here and go to bed, huh? Don't have any excuse tonight, but I'm just so wired and excited. I don't know if we're going to be able to sleep. <laughs> but I should. But I should. And we'll check in with you tomorrow. And we'll see how the next chapter of all this evolves. Good night and goodbye. Okay, so I'm re-recording this because my last segment that I recorded got all fucked up. <laughs> um, so I'm going on to what I did on Thursday, the 16th of May, 2019. So went up to this town called Washu Washu, I think, um, up in Wisconsin found this really cool walking path by the river ah the drive up there was fine it was a little rainy but it wasn't too bad i found it um oh man i'm confused i'm on home time right now and re-recording this segment because my original one got screwed up so i've had a a a few drinks here Mm. Kampai. Trying to remember what I did since my recording got screwed up. That's why I like to record these when I do them so I know what's going on, but sometimes the recording gets screwed up. I was listening back and I'm like, how did that get all fucked up? But it did. But it did. Well, anyways, up here, um, I was running low on my clock and I found out okay, the customer allows parking overnight. So I parked there, and it was right next to a walking trail next to a river, which was really cool because there was a restaurant there, a pick-and-save, and a thrift store. So it gave me something to do, you know, explore and check around. And I went to the restaurant. Oh, my God. Deep-fried cheese curds were there. Mm. If you're ever in Wisconsin, get the deep-fried cheese curds because they are so good. 
they just melt it oh melt yeah especially if they're warm they melt in your mouth and they're so good but yeah that was pretty much it easy going day nothing exciting happened besides barely being able to have enough time to drop and hook a trailer and be able to stay the night there and then I took off in the morning right at midnight on the eight, uh, 17th. I'm so confused on date, but it was Friday. And delivered my load. Originally, they were going to send me on a load from there, from uh, Chicago to Appleton. And I thought, oh, I'm going to get stuck for a 34 up in Appleton. No. Nope. So I said something to my fleet manager. And sure enough, uh, that pre-plan got canceled. I was able to get a new one. And I got uh, sent to Ohio for this one. And luckily, plenty of time to get home for some home time this time. Get two nights with the wife versus one. So I am happy with it after the last few weeks that I've had. It was just too much, too much, too much, too much. Mm. I'd be here on a weekend where there's been something we've been looking forward to called the Cherry Blossom Festival. And do that on Sunday. So I've been looking forward to that. Mm. So easy, easy peasy, lemon squeezy week. I'm pretty good with it. I've seriously got to start, you know, dedicating time because before I was doing it, now I'm not. And I'm losing track of what I'm doing and how I'm doing it because I'm recording days after the fact of things happening and I just don't remember them anymore. So I need to get back in that, that habit. However, like I said, I'm going to make it up to you with this episode. I'm going to interview my friend Tommy NC2010 and he's going to tell me about um, his grandfather who used to be a truck driver. Hopefully that makes it up for me being bad, not recording at the end of the day when things are fresh in my mind. Like, you know, already this week has been, I've done that twice now. Um, gotta stay on it. Otherwise, if you do, you forget. Um, yeah, so here's the interview with Tommy NC2010. Hey, how did it sound? Sounded good. Well, Hi. welcome everyone. Uh, this is Tommy NC2010 on the Trucking Life for Trucker podcast. How are you doing tonight, Tommy? Oh, I'm doing splendid. Now that I'm here on the most electrifying podcast here on uh, on this amazing app and uh, the most electrifying hosts that has worked on YouTube and I, I'm so happy to have him as a friend and just so happy to be here on his podcast. Uh, I occasionally suck his cock from time to time, but it's all good. We're all good, right? <laughs> ha, ha, ha. You're hilarious, Anthrent. I, I couldn't resist, but that was just uh, uh, totally, totally funny stuff. So anyways, <laughs> the reason why I wanted to interview you on the show is your grandfather. He used to be a trucker, right? Yeah, he was a tr- he. he uh, my grandfather was a old school trucker. Like he came back from the old days. Like he he worked on a farm 
my grandfather was an old fashioned man and he, he had certain words for people. He said that uh, a man from another society, you know, let's say a particular person that might be cheap, you know, uh, bought his bought his farm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so what, how do you get from a farm to a trucker? How does that work? Um, he basically sold his farm to a guy that was Jewish, and um, he, he took that money, and he bought himself a rig. And then he got his license to be a trucker. What, what, kind, of, what kind of rig did he drive? Did he drive a international? Was a good old Peterbilt? What, what, what did this trucker boy drive? He, I, he, I can't remember exactly what rig he used to drive. I know he said that he basically put his uh, driver instructor into the uh, into the. Um, uh, he said that when he was driving with his uh, driver instructor back in the day, that he slammed on the brakes in the back of the day. Trucks didn't have uh, the um, seatbelts, and he hit the brakes, and the the, the instructor went into the uh, into the panel. He <laughs> he didn't get his license that day. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I know how those. Uh... It seems like when you're always doing those tests, something, something, something strange happens that never happens normally. And uh, so you were saying, what kind of truck did you drive? Um, well, when I started riding with my grandfather, um, he was driving, he, he drove different rigs. Um, he drove a Kenworth at times. He drove, um, he drove different rigs. My grandfather was a, um, my, at first my grandfather was a logger. He used to drive logs and stuff like that. And that's when I kind of like started riding with him at that point. Um, me and him would always go back and forth and he would go into the areas and they would pick up the wood and drop it on the back. And he would actually let me sit on his lap and steer the truck and he'd have to steer it out from from the ditch. Cause oh, I'm I didn't sorry, know. I'm sorry. It's kind of funny. He hauled wood and let you sit on his lap. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> ha, 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 Anthony, you're hilarious. <laughs> so he was a wood hauler. Yes, he was a wood hauler. He did that for the longest time. And then um, uh, he actually changed professions and he became a, a like a, a, a road driver. Uh, he started hauling for uh, uh, Cheetah. Uh, that's what that was the company was called. It went. It's not around anymore. Yeah, I was about but, uh, to say I haven't seen any of those trucks around. I haven't heard of Cheetah. Yeah, like it was an old trucking company that he worked for. Uh, he he drove for one company that has like the United States on it. I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the company, but it was based out of Jacksonville. But that was one uh, of the companies. As long as it wasn't Swift, we're all good with that here. You know. What's wrong with Swift? <laughs> they are the joke of the internet, basically, is what I figured out. They are the drivers that fuck shit up and end up on videos on, on the Oh, really? Hello? Anthrit? I can't hear you. Hello? Anthrit? Here. I can Anthrit. hear you. 
I'm okay, here. What happened? I don't know. My phone went to sleep. Uh, um, oh. Um, so ba- oh, so- huh? So, anyways, continuing on. All right. Um, so, Did my you- grandfather, he worked for multiple companies, and then eventually he started driving for BTT. BTT. I, see, I don't know that one either. I guess based on Jacksonville also. Because I'm not sure what company that is, but maybe they're a little smaller company. Uh, they, they're, they're kind of a big company, but yeah, he used to drive for them, but they had, a, they had a rule that there was no drivers allowed, no riders allowed. So I would have to uh, ride in the sleeper all the time because if he went into Jacksonville, I'd have to get in that hot sleeper. And that's like living in Florida. That's like a, uh, that's like a Dutch oven, dude. Like riding us. Uh, I don't know about the trucks back then, but nowadays all the trucks have the air conditioning, everything works in the front and the sleeper. Well, you're, you're talking about my grandfather that really didn't really update his truck at times. So there wasn't an air conditioner in his sleeper. Like he was, my grandfather was a good man, but he was kind of a cheap man and uh, he wouldn't fix his air conditioner. So basically I'd be riding in a scolding hot sleeper all day. And then he would chuck a soda at my head. Hey, Tommy, don't overheat. Chuck a soda at your head. <laughs> no, no, no. You'd take the soda and just like chuck it right at your head. And you'd be like, oh, oh. And slap me in the face. No, he no, he went. I I I overreacted with that, but he would throw a soda at me once in a while when he would he would go into the the uh, into the port sometimes, or he would go into his office and he would be in there for certain periods of time because he had to do paperwork with this dispatcher. And uh, am I saying that the right way, dispatcher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it right. You you know the trucking terms. Yeah. Um, I, CB radio, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. I, I haven't gotten the CB thing. I, I thought of getting one of those little portable ones that you hold in your hand, but I don't know. It just, it's kind of about dated nowadays. A lot of truckers, I don't know if a lot of truckers, I'm just saying, and just, what's the point? I mean, I guess it's cool to sit there on the CB, but you know, it's kind of like old technology now. Everyone has uh, the cell phones and, and nowadays, you got to do your logbook on a computer. It's, it's a it's a it's a miserable. Oh well, my grandfather, he did all his work on paper. He like he like he would pull out his paperwork. He would measure, and he would just be writing numbers how far he went. Like I'm I'm surprised that he remembered all of this stuff. Like back when he was like, he pull out all his paperwork. He'd be writing on it. You know, making sure things yeah, were filled up. Yeah, they, they they taught us that in, uh, when I was in uh, Appleton at the trucking school. They they showed us how uh, they take the uh, the ruler and do the log books. But honestly, I'm kind of glad. A lot of old truckers they don't like the the electronic computer logs. But I'm actually because I'm newer, I like it. I would hate to have to sit there and deal with that paperwork. It's a computer now, so I can just hit a button and I'm done. Wow, so again, you, just, I, I, you know, those older truckers, they used to fudge those logbooks, you know. Um, but just to let you know, my grandfather, uh, he is deceased. Uh, he did pass away 
uh, a while back ago. I don't know if you know this, but yeah, he he passed away a while back ago. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Now, how has this kind of influenced you? Have you ever wanted to be a trucker? I told him, I t- back in the day, I told my grandfather I wanted to be just like him. I wanted to drive rig. Uh, but my disability always got in my way. And, um, you know, I, I always looked up to him. I always, every summer, uh, I went down and rode with him and I always told him, I, I Grappy, I want to be a trucker just like you. And, uh, you know, I always looked up to him and, uh, uh I stopped, I kind of stopped riding with him because I got really busy with my job in North Carolina. You see, we moved up to uh, Florida. We, we moved up to North Carolina around 2004, 2005, and um, I would still go down and see him and ride with him. And I think he was still driving for BTT, and um, <clears throat> I would come down and see him oftenly. But there was a time that I kind of stopped going down to see him, and then my grandmother got cancer, and uh, she had been bat- she had battled cancer multiple times, and. He um, after a while he uh, he retired from driving rig and uh, stood by her side and took care of her while she was battling cancer and uh, that kind of uh, was put to an end. Him driving rig. Yeah. You know? uh, so explain to me. I know a lot of people say you have a disability. What what kind of disability would it hold you from? driving a truck and following that dream um reading writing and reaction time basically uh, that, that makes sense on the reaction time but and the reading uh, uh for uh listeners uh tommy has what is it they call it high i am high functioning autistic basically but that does not define me and I and I, I kind of say that is because I, I kind of just want to kind of kind of push you as a friend and a and a homie is I, I I can to a degree you can reach I think you can handle that very fine and I, I kind of want to push Tommy to follow his dreams you know I I did it I followed my dream well here's the thing my dream is to be you know a filmmaker to be like, that was my dream a long time ago to be a trucker. But my dream now is to be like, I'm more focused on YouTube and focused on movies and stuff like that. That's more my focus now, but that was kind of like a childhood dream. But today moderately is YouTube is my become my dream and growing, making to get up and, if the chance ever came, would you would you ever become a trucker and maybe, become like a vlogger trucker? Maybe I I would think about it, but you know I would, there'd be a lot. It would have to go into that, and uh, I'm just not ready for that right now. The goal the goal of Amprit is to make Tommy a trucker. We're gonna make Tommy a a big rig trucker, and we're gonna be trucking up and down the interstate. <laughs> You're funny, Anthony. Hey, you never know. You never know. You know, life has got got good surprises. You know, 
don't ever sit there and hold back on even the smallest dreams, even oldest dreams as a kid. Because when I was younger, I was like, oh, this truck driving thing, it's just, it's just a, a dream. But, you know, when somebody helps you, give you the right training, that dream can become a reality. Hmm. You know, I got a story for you. Um, when I was a kid, um, there was a, um, there was like firefighters coming in. It was a job fair day. You know, kids can take a look at trucks and, you know, car, the police officers. Well, my grandfather came in with his big rig and he had a trailer on his, um, truck and he pulled up and they were like, can he be a part of the job fair? And they're like, yeah, he, it's a profession. So the kids started hopping in there and you know, the funny thing is, you know, the main thing that brought every single kid to his truck, they found the air horn. <laughs> it's the air horn, man. I have done it. I've, I've gone down the road. It was this time I was driving through Kentucky about a week ago and there was this car that was trying to, I thought they were passing me, but all of a sudden I look out my window and, and there's these kids in the back of the car. They're pulling the air horns, you know, doing the motion. And I'm like, okay, I got to do it. I just got to do it. Even though it was probably annoying to everyone else. Why is this truck blowing his air horn going down the highway? But it was fun. Whenever the, it's kind of a rule of trucking. Whenever you see some kid doing the, you know, the air horn. You do it. Motion. You have to do it. It's, it's, it's an unwritten rule, you know. You have to do it. And it was kind of funny because after I did it, then the dad waved at me in the car. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, made his kid's day. <laughs> He's like, meanwhile, shut so, up back there, Junior. When you were, when you were riding with the grandpa, what was, what was the uh, most best highlight that you enjoyed the most? What's the best memory just, you got? Just like riding with him and talking with him. He shared me so many stories about his childhood and his life. And just, uh, I used to vlog with him actually back in the day before, uh, before anybody vlogged, actually I had a mobile camera and I would film him and I would film the road. And I realized I should just aim the camera at him, but he would just like, if I point the camera at him, even one moment, he would just like move his tongue back and forth and make goofy faces in the camera. But I would, I would ask him questions and I would, I, I have some of the tapes, but I can't find them right now. And some of the tapes, I can't even get the film off of the tapes right now. I, I can't even find them right now, but yeah, I used to vlog with him hang out with him. He was my best friend. And, uh, you know, where did you travel? Where did you travel anywhere special? Where did you, what kind of places, what kind of cities did you go to? What did you, uh, do? Well, he, he was a, he was a local driver and would, uh, he, what he, what he would do in the morning is what he would do in his day is he would go to Jacksonville, pick up a trailer, and then drive back down to Deland where he lived, park at his house. We would go to bed. We would have dinner, get up the next day early in the morning, jump in the truck and drive to Florida or go to Palatka, I guess. Uh, that's one of the places that he would go to. Um, he delivered ferns one time and I actually helped, I actually helped, uh, 
him unload a trailer one time and the guy actually uh he paid me 20 bucks just for doing that and uh you know i used to do all sorts of things with my grandfather um there was a few times i didn't ride with him because i was hanging out with my cousin but uh every single time i was there i was always riding with my grandfather getting up early in the morning and just riding with him and um you know uh it's it's such a uh, he was uh, he was such a uh, he was such a funny guy he was he was uh, i miss him to this day i miss hearing his voice um i i i i i hope to get him i hope i don't want to get too emotional here in your podcast but um the last time i spoke to my grandfather um I um I was walking to a friend's house and I said, you know, I need to call him. And I picked up my phone and I had to call him two or three times. He finally answered it and I'm like, hey Grampy, how you doing? And it was like five o'clock in the afternoon. I said, Grampy, you say you're just getting up. He's like, Yeah, it's my medicine. You know, and I said I was talking with him and he asked me, um, how am how am I doing? I said, I'm doing good, I'm doing good. And, uh, you know, I said, uh, I'm going to let you go, Grampy, now. And I just said, I told him, I love you, Grampy. And he says he loved me, too. And um, I hung up the phone. And uh, the next day was Halloween. And the day after Halloween, um, he passed away. Mm. That was the last words I ever had with my grandfather. And I miss him so much. And uh, he was uh, one of my best friends. Sorry. Hey, I understand that. That'd be really harsh to have to deal with. Yeah, it, he, um, he was difficult at times, but he was my grandfather. He was my grandpa. And, uh, I loved him. He was my grandfather and I, he would, he was a little bit different, but you know, that's just how people are back then, back in the day. And I, there's actually interviews of me and my grandfather on my YouTube channel at Tommy and C 2010 on YouTube. If you want to see interviews of him with my grandfather and uh, he was a, he was different, but he was my grandfather. Maybe Sorry. he'd keep on trucking in the trucking in the afterlife. Yep. And you know, um I um I did something special for him. I told my mother that I wanted to I really wanted to do something special for him. I wanted to rent find a way to rent a truck and I wanted to put his coffin on the back of the, on the back of the truck. And I wanted to drive the the truck into the cemetery and then back it up to where his one last ride, you know, I wanted to do something like that. And sadly it didn't happen. But what I did was is uh, the day of his funeral, um, I went into Walmart 
and I looked for a toy truck and, um, I, uh, me and my mother, we, we found a truck from the movie cars. We couldn't find an actual truck that would look like one of his rigs. And, uh, yeah. We got a thing from Cars that one of the toy things rigs from Cars, the movie Disney movie, and we put on there Last Ride, I Love You, and um, I went back to the cemetery and uh, walked in and um, I put the truck in his arm, alongside of his arm in his coffin, and uh, they buried that with him. Wow. So that's, that's really touching. It is. He, uh, you know, um, when I, um, they asked me, my grandfather really wasn't, um, he said that he just wanted to be dropped in the ground. That's what his, that's how his philosophy was. Just drop me in the ground. Don't have an open cough. I don't want anybody to see me. And they, uh, I asked my mom, I said, I want to see him one last time. And um, so they let me, they gave me my own private visiting. They gave my own, me and my own, they let me walk in with the coffin and I walked up and, you know, I'm not, uh, I don't cry a lot, but oh my gosh, I just was shaking the coffin my mom said, Tommy, stop shaking the coffin. You're, and I'm like, I was just, I was devastated. I, I looked at her. I'm like, that doesn't look like him. And. No, it never does. Oh, my God. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah, we kind of we went deep there. I wasn't expecting the, the story to kind of go that direction. His name was uh, his name was Gene Washburn, and uh, he was a uh, he was a hardworking man, and uh, he worked his butt off and did what he could for his for you know what he could do. He may have had some you know some other problems, but you know what? He was still my grandfather, and he was a trucker, and he was a true American, and I I I love him and I miss him. on a positive note have you ever had the situation or if it ever came up would you be a trucker maybe but I don't think I would answer it I'm sorry you don't think it would happen huh? nah, buddy I'm sorry well, if it ever came up, would you ride with me? Yeah, I would. In the truck? Yeah, if you if you ever offered it, yes, I would ride with you. Um, you know, I would just have to make sure that I get back in time because I do have a, a I do have a part time job somewhere. I'm not going to say where I work, but uh, you know, if you were to come through like on a on a Friday or something like that, and we were to get back like on a, a Sunday or something like that, I would ride with you. And do a quick little load. Yeah, I would do that with you, dude. I would, I would ride with you, and I would actually do a vlog, uh, and I would actually 
honor that ride in my grandfather's honor, actually, if I rode with you. I guess that's my goal is take Tommy out on the road with me one of these times. <laughs> now, the company the company I work for, they do allow it, so you wouldn't have to hide in the sleep. But it's definitely, definitely allowed. I just have to do the, I think it's six months before I can do that, and I'm about month three now, so we're getting there. <sighs> It'd probably be about the time uh, well, when I move the RV down to Atlanta to get to warmer weather. Yeah. But, uh, sorry, sir. Yeah, I, I dug up some old emotions there, man. Thank you. Uh, I mean, yeah, whenever I talk about my grandfather, um, I really do get him. I do get emotional sometimes. And, uh, you know, it. I don't know why. It just. Uh, it just. Every time I talk about him, it just. It's like digging a grave. It's like it's hitting that, and then that light shoots up and it hits me in my heart. And uh, every time I talk about him, he makes me emotional. And I still have uh, the one thing to keep his memory. I have this picture when I was a kid. Remember, I, I told you when he came to my school. And uh, the kids pulled the air horn and stuff like that. And all the kids came to his truck and they wanted to pull the air horn. They were so infatuated at the fact that every single, the policemen, the firefighters, all the kids left the exhibit because they kept hearing the air horn. So they wanted to come to his truck and they wanted to pull the air horn. So all the kids came to his truck and pulled the air horn. And uh, they had to pull some of the kids away from the truck because they were like, okay, you have to go see the other attractions here because some of the other people were actually getting upset because the kids were actually leaving their exhibits and coming to the truck and wanting to pull the air horn. And they got upset with that. some of the uh, firefighters and police officers and other dumps, you know, dumpster trucks. I got upset because <laughs> the kids are like, you know what? Forget this garbage. I don't want to be a firefighter. I want to pull an air horn. I want to be a truck driver. <laughs> so, so before I totally wrap up this interview... Is there anything you want to say, highlights, you know, anything that you want to say about truck driving? I want to say that, ooh, driving my life away, looking for a better way, whoa, me. Ooh, driving my life away, looking for a better way, whoa, me. (laughs) But all I have to say is, live your life to the fullest and don't give up on your dreams and be the biggest star that you can and the subscribe and support and stay positive. And if you're, if you have a disability, don't be afraid, be bigger than your disability. That's what I do every day. I'm bigger than my. Disability. Yeah. Yeah. And one, and one day, one day I'm going to get Tommy to drive a truck. <laughs> oh, that's what I answered. Thanks.
it can happen. It can happen. Don't, don't, don't let go of your dreams. If you have something and you want to do it, do it. I waited, I waited 20 years of my life and I'm about before I finally did something that, you know, driving the truck that I didn't think I could do it. I, I thought it was too hard, too difficult, but it's not, not that is unless you're driving uh, in Chicago or something that for the most part, it's been fun. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. What I've been doing, I hit some challenges, some bumps in the road, literally. But it's been it's been a fun journey, and I think even someone like Tommy, you know, never let go. You know, you know, never let go of that dream because dreams can come true and they happen. Don't ever give up, man. Don't ever give up. Thank you. Keep moving forward. Thank you, Anthony. I appreciate. And I'm saying. As a true friend, I, I want to see you successful, and I want to, I want to see Tommy be the the best Tommy ever. People may say autism may not, you know, it doesn't define him, but it, it's not going to control his life. No. Oh my god! I'm sorry, Anthony. I'm just coming off this emotional train, you know. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to go that route, but hey, I can understand. He was. I can understand. He was my best friend before I even really had any friends. Really, kind of, you know. But you know, I'm just happy to have the people that I have my friends with now, and and uh, you know, I was lucky to meet Anthrit here. You know, Anthrit. You know, we met over YouTube. I met this man because of Mark Heider. I interviewed Mark Heider and then he told me about him and I found out about Chris Perillo and, you know, I became uh, such me and Anthony. I won't say that me and Anthony, we've had a rocky past and we have worked out our differences and, you know, with certain, you know, gay porn, but, you know, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and Timothy Hall would like that gay porn and Mr. Ray. Yeah, you want to watch? Yeah. Um, give me your password to your YouTube channels. Uh, I'll give you something to watch. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Good old times. Good old times. He laughs at that. Hey, it was fun <laughs> for the two minutes that was up. But okay. But thank you so much, Anthrop, for interviewing me. I do appreciate this. I appreciate you having me on your podcast. Yeah, I wasn't expecting this to be such a insightful information. And then I would like to interview other people's um, truckers on the Anchor um, app. So if you got the Anchor app, go ahead and uh, I guess friend me on there. I don't know how it works on here, but. Um, follow me or whatever it is and you can be a guest on the podcast I think I interviewed a trucker do you remember that I, I, I interviewed a trucker a while back ago on my channel back in 2016 when my channel blew up you remember that yeah you should try contacting her and seeing if uh, you can get an interview with her she's a very nice lady yeah any women, women truckers give me the insight on 
what it's like being a female in the trucking world because I couldn't imagine what that's like. But I have run into them. But yeah, maybe I'll interview them. Anyways, I should probably wrap this up. This has gone on 33 minutes and 12 seconds and continuing to count. Keeping you on the inside fat. He's keeping you on the inside fat. And soon, he'll be blowing my air horn. Home time update for May 19th, 2019. Oh, we had a fun, fun Sunday. Stayed up a little late on, well, I guess you would say stay up early. Uh, How's that work? (laughs) I got to bed at about four in the morning, Sunday morning. Hanging out and talking with Tommy NC2010 on, uh, Anchor here doing the interview, and then we also chatted for what a couple hours after that. Just good to catch up with old, old my old buddy, my old vlogging buddy. And we had a good time. I didn't drink uh, too many beers. I mean, I had a what about a six packs worth, but got to bed. I woke up at about eleven o'clock in the morning. We took off and went to the uh, Cherry Blossom Festival there in in Fort Wayne. Something I looked forward to because I vlogged the event when I was so hyped up about wanting to go to Japan. And when I first met my wife back in 2010, I went to the event. It was a lot more, I don't know, my my memory served me as it being more awesomer, I guess you would say. But maybe because it was new and it was, I've never been to like a Japanese event before at that time in my life. That... It, it seemed okay, <laughs> if that makes sense. However, this time, I get there. Of course, it rained, so didn't really do much in the out- outside activities. Kind of walked around, looked at the vendors. Then I uh, went in uh, the children's section of the books, and I had to go find Stacy's Plays book. So that was a highlight of my day, well, besides the taiko drums. But I actually got to look at the book and see the pictures, and there's a map in there. I tried to find the second book, um, one where they go to the Mesa. I wanted to see the illustrations. Kind of cool to see the illustrations. When you hear the audiobook, you don't get the illustrations. I swear, they, when you buy an audiobook on, on Google Play services, they ought to give you the electronic version of the book too with it because it costs more than the ebook. So, but the ebook should be included with the audiobook because you're buying the book anyways, right? just seems like to me you would include that as like a, a free perk or something so you can kind of like follow it you know the pages if you wanted to sit down listen to the audiobook but also look at it mm. yeah but they probably charge you like extra 10 bucks or something stupid like that but audio you know slash ebook combo as together as one would make a lot of sense so it was really cool to actually hold the book look at the book there's a little bit more extra stuff in the end to like you know how she gets into the history about her dog Paige and how she led into writing the book. So it was kind of exciting, you know, and it's like this one, this one person came in a, an author from doing Minecraft videos on YouTube and does a pretty good job. 
we saw a Japanese tea ceremony there. Kind of funny, once you've actually been to Japan and seen everything, you know, the real Japan, walking around the real stores and the vendors and being to a real Japanese tea ceremony, it all seems kind of silly. You know, because a lot of those people there, they're, you know, the weeboos. We're just going to call it. There was, a, there was a lot of weeboo sightings there. A lot of weeboo sightings. And it's kind of funny. I was walking around there going, oh, look at that weeboo. And I, was, I was being a little, <laughs> a bit of a troll, but it was fun. I got to troll them. As you get the look. <laughs> yeah. And then what else? Uh, oh, yeah, we saw the taiko drummings. That was one of the things that I wanted to see that was there. So the taiko drummings, the tea ceremony, it was like anything else that was going on there was just like, meh. They had like a manga art art uh, competition. And I was like, yeah. And I did that one the first time I went. I actually drew a picture, but this time I didn't. They had some karaoke. I didn't run to do, do the karaoke. I wanted to, but then the guy's like, oh, you got to download this app and do all this, sign up for an account to make the request to me. I'm like, that's just too much work, man. What I just Can I just request a song and sing it? Jeez. Uh, I get it. Technology, but I didn't feel like installing an app, creating an account, putting his DJ information. Screw it, man. Forget it. <laughs> too much hassle. Too much work. Otherwise, I would have done some singing. Didn't do much outside. We did grab some food. We ate some yakisoba and curry, which was eh. As again, meh, meh. And just as the, we were leaving right about 4.30-ish, the event was ending at 5, then the sun and the rain decided to go, I mean, the rain decided to go away and the sun decided to come out. Yeah. Gotta love you, nature. You're just so nice. <laughs> and after that, we uh, ran to the store. I grabbed some extra milk and cereal and supplies for the truck. And also got some ant killer to spray on my power cord on on the RV because these little ants are crawling up there and getting into getting into stuff. So hopefully that'll take care of them. Uh, fun time about summer. The insects are coming back. Uh, I don't want to deal with it. Hopefully then the next area we'll see how you know the environment is around there. Yeah, that was it. And after that, I went to the truck, took another, got there about 7 o'clock, took a nap, then woke up, and going to hit the road. Well, I've already hit the road, but I'm just, yeah. <laughs> That'll be in the next episode update, which is today. <laughs> kind of confusing. Uh, yeah. Got to start getting this on time. Instead of falling days doing two days in one starting to get annoying <laughs> but now i'm trying to stay caught up and stay on track so i'm just going to end this episode here um if you have any feedback go ahead leave a voice message here on anchor and i'll play it on the episode i'm getting a lot of plays but um zero feedback so i don't know well <laughs> how i'm doing really and with that i'm going to wrap it up remember to I would say on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Um, can't really comment. You know, voicemail is the only way I would know if, if you're out there uh, on Anchor. So if you got the Anchor app, go ahead and install it. You know, send me a voicemail. Let me know you're out there. Let me know somebody actually listens to this. 
Okay, well, this is Anthony from Mantware, and from this time and every time on, folks, keep on clicking on the switch.